Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr., where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Manifestation. I remember I probably wasted a whole decade 
confusing determination as the source of manifestation. And that's not necessary. It's not, that's not how the universe works. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person, my incarnation, I'm a, I'm a bit of a handful of source. I, I am headstrong. I still believe I can change my own stars. And it's because I, I have a certain destiny. And the destiny that I have is not one meant for being a follower or following trends. It's one that is designed to be headstrong and plow through circumstances and ideologies and frame of references and social constructs where other people cannot and will not. And the same thing that blessed me to get out of being homeless won't bless me to being a billionaire. The same thing that is the beautiful process of how I am. What got me here won't get me there. And understanding that comes from a place of knowing that I was confusing. I always had to be determined and press through and be the strongest and just uh, but manifestation is not about determination, it's about relaxation. This is a relaxed universe. As we, as all you people are here and the grass is cut on this side and someone way down there is cutting the grass on that side. And these, whatever you call these things behind me, they're not straining the growth. The foliage behind me isn't straining to be green, nor is the grass competing with the trillions of blades of grass out here for space to get water from the ground. Trees grow silently, yet grow strong. And it's a, that's, that's real talk, you gotta think about it. Trees are sentient beings that have enough love in them to both give and receive. And they do these things without determination. <laughs> Y'all are missing me. Don't, 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 don't miss me. Like, 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 just, just, just hear me out for a moment. Just hear me out. That's a nice camera you have on there too. It's a nice camera. That's, that's a nice camera. Anywho. How many trees would you say are out here? Hundred? That we can see in our eye view? Hundred? And you're breathing, yes? So the byproduct, the waste product for the tree is oxygen. And your carbon di di dioxide is food for the tree, plus the photosynthesis. So essentially, the tree is giving and receiving without effort. Don't, don't miss it again, that's twice. I was hoping you get it the second time. The, the idea that the tree 
isn't determined to manifest. These hundreds of trees are doing more for reality than the people tending the yard. <laughs> the trees are giving life while the landscaping team are giving the life vanity. But for whom? The trees didn't need to look good. That grass didn't need to be two eighths of an inch. That's for us. That that grass. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm delaying tactfully. That's the whole point there, Grace, is relaxing to manifestation. I've got two, three videos to show us. We're talking about the scientific evidence for, I guess it is Antonio's 5% rule. And I promise to keep this super simple. Your first video, I need you to understand something called superposition. Now, this is where things get wacky. In quantum mechanics quantum physics superposition super and position one word is scientific proof that two things can happen at the same time that anything can exist all over the place that if a tree falls in a forest and no one is there doesn't make a sound and the answer is no the answer is also yes the answer is it had never fallen the answer is the force does not exist. It's scientific proof that grace right now is everywhere all at once. Keep in mind, there was just a Grammy, not Grammy, Oscar award film about that same title. A lot of people are making movies about this. So know that superposition means that everything exists all at the same time, everywhere. You're taught it can't exist. That's impossible. But you're wrong. And we've been knowing this since 1890 or something. And everything exists completely at the same time. Grace, you are here. Grandma is both alive and I did. See, that was easy to catch, right? Because spirituality said, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So you have no problem there. So take that same religion and put it everywhere else. It's important. Let's I explain the video when I have this explain it just a little more scientific. -y. Ah, yeah. If you've heard anything about quantum mechanics, you've probably heard of Schrodinger's cat. It's a famous thought experiment, not a real experiment, in which a cat is said to be both alive and dead at the same time. It's in a quantum superposition. But what does that really mean? What is a quantum superposition? Does this bizarre thought experiment relate to the real world at all? Well, yes. And no. The idea behind Schrodinger's cat relates to a very real phenomenon, the fact that in the quantum world, sometimes a particle appears to be doing two contradictory things at the same time. 
Take the double slit experiment. In that experiment, an electron appears to pass through two slits in the screen at the... All right, I'm gonna stop the video right there because we're gonna go over the double slit theory in a better fashion. I'm trying to move headphones some slick. There we go. Headphones were tethered to the microphone. Can move my neck. Okay. Scientific evidence. I can keep going, but let's take this same thing here. And let's take, do a Google search, superposition. And just so you know, I'll go to images and we have not only mathematical formulas, but if I type in superposition pictures, we have actual pictures of particles existing all over the place at the same time. Switch my search, proton, superposition. There we go. Well, this is our graphics. There we go. All over the place, all at the same time, et cetera. We know this to be true. Now, here's the problem with me talking. Your program is also talking. So if you need faith, Grace, to receive that grandma is both dead and alive, then it's not, then you already receive superposition. This is not difficult. If you believe when you die, there's an afterlife, then you already receive you're going to be in two places at one time. This is this is not difficult. If you can remember your first car accident right now, presently, you're already practicing or proving an element of superposition because you're present, but your mind quantumly went backwards. And if your program has activated, well, then you're in a constant state of superposition because while I'm talking, you're consistently using your auto-suggestion to kick things out. Easy. Now I need to scientifically prove entanglement. One of my favorite things. I'll explain entanglement to you in simple terms so you can understand the video. It's just three minutes and 32 seconds. Since everything in this world was born at the same time, nobody has a problem with this. An atheist doesn't have a problem with this because everything this depends on what they think, but everything was random, but there's some 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 sort of start point. A Christian doesn't have a problem with this because the world the God spoke the world into existence. If you believe in Big Bang, you don't have a problem. Like nobody on the planet has any problem with the world starting at the same time from the same place. Nobody has a problem with this. Not a single school of thought. Now, Susan, we explain it differently. And we, we, now we go to argument over that, but nobody is refuting that something happened somewhere. And since it all did happen in that one place, then that means everything is still connected because it all has a beginning. And since it has a beginning, then we're still interconnected, interlaced, interwoven, a tapestry of life born from the stars, however you want to do this. There's so many different schools of thought I could do. 
to make this simple for you, if you, especially if you're Christian, you already believe this. Whatever you do unto the least of these, my brothers, you do also unto me. So we don't have to argue anymore if things are interconnected because your Jesus, Grace says, whatever you do unto whoever, you've done unto God. So we don't have to argue this. It's just you already have these ideas in your head. We just now have science for them. Well, we've been having it for 128 years or something, but we have science for it. We're talking about quantum entanglement now. I'm doing a scientific reason for the 5%. Janet doesn't know what I'm doing. I was thinking about it yesterday. And then she got stuck in a little traffic. I just proved to you quantum position. Everything exists all at the same time. You're everywhere. Deanna was on time and late. What I'm saying makes sense and it does not. My, I am wicked and good. I, I exist all over the place. And I don't exist. Quantum entanglement says, but since we do exist at some point, and we still are connected to one another, you don't have to believe that, but you already do. Here's a short video explaining what I just said. So now you don't have to be confused in the video. Let me put my camera up so I can see you. I just gave you the answer. You don't have to be confused in the video. Entanglement refers to a phenomenon in the quantum world where change in the state of any particle instantly changes the state of the other. The entanglement of particles described a the state. I wish Jerome says I'll play with you Christians real quick. The change in any state of a particle automatically changes the other. Grace, are you from God, of God, same substance? Yes. So the change in the state you do to someone you don't like, you change that state and the creator. Yes. Particle instantly changes the state of the other. The entanglement of particles described a relationship between their fundamental properties that can't have happened by chance. This could refer to the states such as their momentum, position, and polarization. Knowing something about one of these characteristics for one particle tells you something about the same characteristic for the other. Think of a pair of gloves. If you found a right glove alone in your drawer, you can be certain that the missing glove would fit your left hand. The two gloves could be described as entangled, as knowing something about one would tell you something important about the other that isn't a random feature. An entangled system is defined to be one whose quantum state cannot be factored as a product of states of its local constituents. That is to say, they're not individual particles, but are an inseparable whole. In entanglement, one constituent cannot be fully described without considering the others. My God, there's so much power in this little video here. I, I didn't even mean to pause it, but he's saying so much stuff. Let me just... ...as a product of states of its local constituents. That is to say, they're not individual particles, but are an inseparable whole. You already believe that... While we are individuals, we, we are, are one body in Christ. Yes, oh, keep going. Okay. Yes, that's what a Christian would say. You did it right. Okay. We are part of the human race, is what I was going to say. But of course, 
Grace been Baptist all 43 years That's of her life. I did that for Prophet J. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, but you're right, though. You're you, So this is already in your frame of thinking. Watch the next thing he says. In entanglement, one constituent cannot be fully described without considering the others. The I cannot fully tell you about Grace until I fully tell you about her descendants, her parents. I can't fully tell you about them without fully telling you about humans. And I can't fully tell you about humans without firstly telling you about God. This is all this is saying. I'm just, I'm putting it in philosophical terms so y'all can get it. The state of a composite system is all- Excuse me, so you can get it better. Cause I know you get it. Always expressible as a sum or superposition of products of states of local constituents. Okay, we'll stop right there. This video is done now. There's more. But did you hear superposition come, come back up? All right. Superposition and entanglement are married. They are, you can't talk about one without talking about the other. It's, it's, it's to talk about sales without closing or, or marketing without words. You just can't do it. Like you have to. You, you have to talk about both at the same time. So please hear me. The next video I'm gonna play all the way through. It's like five minutes. That you're gonna enjoy that one. Antonio has, well, I haven't said Science, provable science has said that everything exists in a superposition. That's the way it exists. Grace, there's a billionaire you, and there's a loser you. They exist. And then there's an infinite possibilities of you all in between. And if I keep talking about all of them, there's a whole infinite possibility of things I haven't even talked about yet. They're all in existence at the same time. Or whatever you ask of me, Susan, believe and receive that, that scripture if you didn't get catch it that has nothing to do with me that's scripture the idea of jesus saying jesus literally talked about quantum physics when he talked about the mustard seed he, he explained quantum physics to a bunch of people who couldn't read well, you know, if you got faith in that of a mustard seed, it will grow into an infinite possibility of things, especially a really big tree to give you an infinite amount of more mustard seeds. This, this is how it works. That has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with me. But when you have to say, yeah, you know, when you, our job as teachers, preachers, rabbis, Acharyas, anything that you, Kenoches, consultants. Our job is to take what's complex and make it simple. That's our job. It's, it's it, But when you get into religion, though, we, we reverse it. We take what's complex and make it complex so I could be the only teacher. You know, so I could be the only teacher that you got to keep coming back. That's what we do in those circles. Grace Entanglement says, you are still connected to the rest of us. 
superposition says you are all of us. You're also none of us. You're just you. They're they are married. They're like interlocking fingers. Does do I have 10 fingers? Yes, I do. Do I have five per hand? I see you, Susan. Yes, I do. Can I say I've got fingers? Yes. Can I say, but this finger? Yes. I can talk about all 10 or I could talk about one. If I break one, I could still use nine. While it would be uncomfortable at some point through entanglement, my body will adjust and I will just get used to using nine and I won't notice it no more. The same way we get comfortable with disease or we get comfortable with abundance. It just is what it is, okay? Susan, I ask a question. I'm going to answer that or make a comment, and then we're going to show this next video, and then I'm going to give you the scientific reason for the 5%. You need all this information to understand what I'm going to say. I have a warning for you. As gentle as this whole thing is, when I explain to you how this universe works, it's going to hurt some of your feelings because we have <laughs> we have total control but nobody taught us okay go ahead susan well it i don't know if this is related but i'm thinking about the people in israel and how because we're all intertwined and connected that people mm -hmm. helping people and risking their own lives and dying to save others and all that is going on the entanglement there absolutely uh, and that's you know that's on my mind anyway so as i'm hearing this it's extremely relevant it's more relevant than what i would like i actually wish you didn't even bring it up that's how relevant it is uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how okay. relevant it is we don't no, have to no, talk no, about no. it now maybe another time <laughs> no no it's it's perfect this is one of those man, what a difficult question. That's so true, right? It's like, so where are aliens at, Antonio, in the Bible? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stuff like that. Not only is Susan right about the interconnectedness of everything happening on the Gaza Strip, which is <clears throat> terrible. Always has been. I'm not supposed to say it, but... There are actions on both sides that should not be happening in humanity. It just shouldn't. It just should not. Of course, I'm not supposed to say that because it's anti-Semitic. Even though I have not been anti-Semitic, it just simply says that you have to watch how you treat people. Now, this has been happening since biblical times, Old Testament to be exact, because the lineage of these two people group come back to Abraham, Grace, who is, who, who is Abraham's son? Isaac. Uh -huh. And. That? Okay. And and that's the, and there's the problem. And Ishmael, there's the problem right there. 
Ishmael first, Isaac second. And from that lineage of the first blended family recorded in human history, at least biblical human history, that's most certainly the first blended family. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Like, okay, that, that's your son, but that ain't come from my womb. Man. You know what I'm saying? That blended, that's my stepson. First blended family recorded. First baby mama drama recorded. Okay, all of that. All that has been in conflict. It's literally in the text. Like, going to grow up to be a powerful nation, and those two nations have been in conflict ever since. That's why I said Susan is far more right than what I wish right, to discuss because that's been happening since no 6,000 years before Jesus was walking on planet earth it's been happening so now we look at it today and we go oh my god this is terrible which it is but a scientist like myself goes well how far can we trace this back how far can we trace this back how far can we trace this back and see, that's the kind of stuff I'm not supposed to say. You're not supposed to say the truth, Grace, right? You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let people keep their narratives. You're not supposed to do that. Okay. So we got quantum entanglement. We got superposition. I'm going to show you one more video. It is 100% proven. It is the weird wackiness of this world. As soon as we figured it out, the world went crazy. But without it, there would be no CD players. There would be no Bluetooth. Uh, you'll see the players, that laser, that's a quantum mechanic effect. There would be no credit card, no debit card, because your, your st little strip and your chip, those are all quantum mechanical effects. Like, without with you, half the technology you use today, more than half, a qu three quarters of the technology you use today, are all quantum mechanical effects that would not exist without us being weirded out right here. I am going to play this whole video. It's a cartoon. It comes from a larger whole of a, a project called What the Bleep Do We Know? One of my very favorite books and movies. And uh, we got to go with Dr. Quantum now. What they taught us in school isn't really the way it is. And that our senses are playing tricks on us. You just got to wonder. What is this reality that we find ourselves in? Quantum physics says it's all just waves of information. Do I believe that? Remember that. It's all just waves of information. Don't forget that. Everybody write that down. It's the whole point of this call. Quantum physics says everything is just all reality. It's just waves of information. Please write that down. It's the entire point of this call. That's why I've simplified everything. <laughs> I hope so. Yikes! And here we are, the granddaddy of all quantum weirdness, the infamous double slit experiment. To understand this experiment, we first need to see how particles or little balls of matter act. If we randomly Pam one up. Pause it every now and then. So when we went to particles, protons, what we just did, Grace, is take it to the most simplest form of matter on this planet or, or living being on this planet, a proton. That's, that's what this is about. 
we shoot a small object, say a marble, at the screen, we see a pattern on the back wall where they went through the slit and hit. Now, if we add a second slit, we would expect to see a second band duplicated to the right. Now, let's look at waves. The waves hit the slit and radiate out, striking the back wall with the most intensity directly in line with the slit. The line of brightness on the back screen shows that intensity. This is similar to the line the marbles make. But when we add the second slit, something different happens. If the top of one wave meets the bottom of another wave, they cancel each other out. So now there is an interference pattern on the back wall. Places where the two tops meet are the highest intensity, the bright lines, and where they can't. So I'm going to stop this right here to explain to you the rest of this video, but you're going to play it. This means, Deanna, the wave hit here and it didn't. It 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 hit everywhere and it did not. It did both and. Cancel, there is nothing. So when we throw things, that is matter, through two slits, we get this, two bands of hits. And with waves, we get an interference pattern of many bands. All right, so the problem with this is, Grace, there's no problem. Y'all understand that? It's very simple. Duh, I can see that. I could go in my backyard and do that. And that's the problem, that it is no problem. So how do we get to the problem? Good so far. Now. Let's go quantum. <laughs> An electron is a tiny, tiny bit of matter, like a tiny marble. Let's fire a stream through one slit. All right, let me stop right here. Everybody look at me if I blow your screen. No, 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 no. You don't do nothing. You stop. Okay, look at me. An electron is the most simplest thing on this planet. You, you can't get simpler. I mean, we currently have a tunnel in Europe going between two countries to try to get more simpler. You, we're colliding these electrons to get the God particle, the beginning of the universe. You ain't getting more simpler than the most simple part of matter there is. We also know that all matter is what we see in this universe. And we also know light creates matter. Easy, nobody's lost. We also know an electron is a form of matter, simplest, that also is a form of light. When you were in school, they would say, fill count the electrons. And if it was 18, it was a whole different particle of something. If it was 16, it changed it fundamentally to something else. If it was eight, it changed it fundamentally to something else. If you H2O, two oxygens, if you put three, it's something, it's no longer water. It's something completely different. If you remove the one hydrogen, it's no longer water. It's just oxygen. So if you move one of these things, it fundamentally changes what that thing 
is. Is this okay? All right, nobody's lost. God bless you all. Behaves just like the marble, a single band. So what this is saying, Grace, even on the quantum level, Deanna, things matter, behaves just like the big things. Okay, no problem. So, if we shoot these tiny bits through two slits, we should get, like the marbles, two bands. And there's the problem. What? An interference pattern. We fired electrons, tiny bits of matter through. But we get a pattern like waves, not like little marbles. How? How uh, on the quantum level, the electron was supposed to behave like classical physics, like you call it classical physics or Newtonian physics, the same thing, but it doesn't, it never does. So what does that mean? How could pieces of matter create an interference pattern like a wave? It doesn't make sense. It does not make but sense. physicists are clever, they thought. Maybe those little balls are bouncing off each other and creating that pattern. So they decide to shoot electrons through one at a time. There is no way they could interfere with each other. But after an hour of this, the same interference pattern is seen to emerge. The conclusion is inescapable. The single electron... Pay attention. The conclusion is inescapable. The single electron did leaves as a particle, becomes a wave of potentials, goes through both slits, and interferes with itself to hit the wall like a particle. But mathematically, it's even stranger. It goes through both slits and it goes through neither. And it goes through just one and it goes through just the other. All of these possibilities are in superposition with each other physicists were completely baffled by this so they decided to peek and see which slit it actually goes through they put a measuring device by one slit to see which one it went through and let it fly <laughs> but the quantum world is far more mysterious than they could have imagined when they observed the electron went back to behaving like a little marble. It produced a pattern of two bands, not an interference pattern of many. The very act of measuring or observing which slit it went through meant it only went through one. All right, we're gonna pause real quick because we're gonna come back to this immediately. Remember, the whole point of this conversation is reality is just a wave. We're going to come back to that. What we need to come back to right now, Deanna, right now, is that the act of observing the infinite collapsed it into one predictable behavior. Of measuring or observing which slit it went through meant it only went through one, not both. The electron decided to act differently. The electron decided to act differently. This is not up for conjecture. This is actual science. 
when Adonia observed the electron, it acted as Adonia expected in her worldview. Is this clear? You get what you focus on. Do get okay. Phil sees where I'm going. Which is why Jesus said, have your eyes and your mind stayed on. This you. is also true. I need you to get that when they broke it down to an electron, the simplest living particle on the planet in the universe. Notice I said living, Deanna. Light is matter. Gee, Grace, do me a favor. I'll mute your mic. See, because I know, you see, some of y'all, y'all fit to have y'all allergic to your breakthrough reactions. You're going to get sleepy. You're going to pick up your phone. I know what you're going to do, and that's okay. That's okay, because these are just seeds being planted for you. For some of you, your life is going to fundamentally change today. Grace, God is love. Jesus is the light. And the, I'm 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 a I'm trying to explain how the Bible tries to explain quantum physics to you. How remember the Bible has is not trying to tell you about the history of the world. It's trying to tell you about the history of man. And every great teacher has come and said the same thing. Grace, what does Antonio say all the time? Prosperity has one voice. One voice. It doesn't matter the words. Watch this here. God is love. Okay. And then grace. Jesus is the light. Okay. And all things were made through Jesus. Mm -hmm. Replace him with Jesus for me so everybody can keep up with you. Go okay. ahead. Jesus. No, no. Through you, through him, oh, for him, through, by him. Like you oh, know, say yeah. it, through put Jesus, Jesus right there. Through Jesus, for Jesus, by Jesus. Now, could you, if you don't mind, Grace, if you could take Jesus and put the light now. All things were made through the light, uh -huh. for the light, by the light. Does not science tell us the same thing? E yes. equals MC squared? Yes. Does not your Bible call Jesus the light? Yes. And does not God the love shape? Does not the love flow through or the light flow through the love? Yes? Yes. Okay, thank you so much, Grace. You can mute your mic. Go ahead, Prophet Jerry. I do this all the time. Wow. I do this I'm all the time in scholar circles. All the time. I got in trouble at school for it. And then they start being on my side. I literally wrote a whole paper about to whether or what extent does Einstein's general theory of relativity prove theology and the gospel or something like that. It was something crazy. And it was That's very why risky. God told me who you is. There's no what? doubt about it. Diana, check me out. The light is living, yes. And the whole world is living, yes. See, when you hear that, you go, that's new age thinking. But quantum entanglement says, this is why, see, Susan and I make sense. This is why I went through quantum entanglement first and superposition because there's science. Now you can't have your denominational walls tell me it's not true. Can't do that no more. Because quantum entanglement says, since Phil was born at the same time with Susan and Cleopatra and Genghis Kong and Martin Luther King, whatever he doing to them, he do also unto God. Like, this is just what it is. This is just what it is. Every time I try to judge Hitler for his wicked behavior, I need to point those three fingers back at me, right, Grace? Is that what you teach in school? Because I've got that same wicked behavior. 
All right. The country, not yet, not yet. I went too fast. Measuring, measuring. In mathematics, we measure it. What do we do? We can say, well, well, Adonia goes, well, I don't believe that. Let's let's get some calculations here. That's measuring. And measuring outside of mathematics is observation. Same thing. Just two different schools of thoughts call it something different. Everybody follow me? Same thing. In math, you measure. In life, you observe. That's all. Watch this here. As though it was aware, oh. it was being okay. decided. The electron, the living universe, Susan, behaved as if it was aware it was being watched. Oh my God, Grace, please write these three things down, Grace. And quantum physics says reality is all just a wave. Measuring force forces electrons to behave as if it's being watched. That was actually all three. I put it in a two, but it was it was three, but I put it in a two. Listen, y'all. To act differently. I'm sorry, I did it again. Which slit it went through. He's gonna say how life electron acts differently when you measure it. Meant it only went through one. Not both. The electron decided to act differently. As though it was aware it was being watched. It was here that physicists stepped forever into the strange never world of quantum events. What is matter? Marbles or waves? And waves of what? And what does an observer have to do with any of this? There you go. Mm, I got chills. The observer collapsed the wave function simply by observing. Write that down, Grace. The observer collapsed the wave function simply by observing. Just give me a few minutes to, to lift gently everyone out of the what okay just 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 give me a few minutes i got you diana I, I got you just give me one minute and i get to you the idea of looking at something forces reality to adjust to your behavior or as phil tells you all the time from neil donald wash Look, conversation with God. There we go. Nobody does what's not in their worldview. If it's in your worldview, that's how life is going to behave for you. Once you look at the infinite superposition of things, that electron will behave according to your self-esteem your worldview. Mm. It's how mm. we know mm. that Jesus' eyes were not on his father in the garden that day. Because as he prayed, he was asking for something different than what had already been designed to come through. That's, That's a true. lot of truth in that. I'm going to come back to that just for you.
Diana, please go ahead because you're right. You're and well, I don't know what you're about to say, but you need to start with your all caps. Because, okay. Yes. Because I've been sitting here, my brain been asking. T- t- tell the uh, audio only audience what your all caps is. Okay, my all caps is that's how we create our reality. Scientific earlier, proof. Earlier, I was like, isn't this how we create our reality? Then I was like, we choose what we observe and that brings to material into our reality. Then I was like, wait, is this why thought plus emotion equals creation? We this have a thought and then we use our... And, how we observe our thoughts is through our emotions. That's why it's that that in the the thought plus the energy, the emotion equal creation. So if we're sitting here and we we have a thought, and then our we observe this thought, and then our our emotions add on to this thought. That's how we do. That's how the creation comes about. I, I'm, I'm, this is absolutely correct. There's more. You don't have to do the more. I'll okay. do the more. You're correct. Okay. Cause, but cause it's, it's a lot in my brain. It's just hard to put it into words, but basically our Technically, thought, this is the first time you've ever used your brain deliberately. And the word is made flesh and dwelt amongst us. <laughs> That's right. I'm, that's, I'm going to come back to that. Where does made flesh? You, you threw no, me off when you said that. That's my first because time. this is the first time you deliberately used your brain. You've been using your brain. You've been collapsing your reality. It's not until now where you understand how reality works that oh, you're doing what Abraham deliberate. Hicks calls deliberate creation. Oh, Okay. So when you say it's a lot in my brain, I just can't. No, no, no. It's a lot in your brain. This is the first, the reason why you're like, man, I can't figure it. Because this is the first time you've used it deliberately. This is the first time. You can't put into words. (laughs) I'm about feeling dumb. It's about knowing that when you don't know something, it's the first time you've done it, Grace. You've never used your brain deliberately. I didn't say you ain't been. You've been using your brain for 40 years. You've been creating a reality for 40 years. You were a baby. Man! And somebody had to come run to you and fix your predicament. We scream as babies, creating our own realities. The law of attraction does not care about an age of accountability. That's a made-up church thing. That's not even in the Bible. Okay. It's not even in the Bible. There's no age of accountability. Well, you, well, you, this is where you ask him. Okay, because if mm-hmm. you just said age of accountability, there's no such thing. Well, if there's no such thing as age of accountability, I, there's mm-hmm. no such thing as age of accountability. The only reason you would have an age of accountability is because you grew up Methodist, and then okay. Protestants have a very hard time explaining what Catholics understand. Catholics have this entire idea of you're born wicked. Therefore, you're continuously getting better. Protestants cannot handle that. Protestants cannot handle the idea of continuously getting better. This is why you don't baptize infants. Okay, you just brought it up because that was going to be my question. Like if we, if we, if we are what you just said, I forgot the verbiage you just used because my brain did something. It's all right. Then, oh, age of accountability. So if there is no if there is no age of accountability, then 
why do we baptize babies if there's no age of accountability? That's why we baptize. We- okay, so there's there's three questions I'm answer here. But let me let me let me. We baptize well people who do baptize babies do it for what's called systematic theology. They're looking at the entire whole of the Bible, and you can't say they're wrong because it's based on the Bible. Just because it's not your theology, Antonio, you can't say they're wrong. Did you hear what I said? Just because it's not your theology, Antonio, I'm using your name for my name, doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just not your theology. But when theology is based in the Bible, Grace, shut your mouth. If it's not yours, but it's rooted in the Bible, there's nothing you can say about it. That's the whole point of studying the word and compassion. Romans 14, don't let Susan stumble because you don't think she should be doing what you should be doing. Don't cause her to trip. That's the entire Romans 14. Go ahead, Phil. When I got you down, I'm going to ask. Revelation 22, 12. Mm-hmm. Very soon now, I shall be with you again. Bring the rewards to be given to every man according to what he deserves. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. According to what? Do me a favor, Phil. Go, 20, tw- 22, 12 and 2012, almost. Say the same thing, if you if you don't mind, Phil. 2012. Watch this here. Remember, what Phil just said was, according to what they deserve. Now watch about these books, Grace. I saw the dead, both great and, great and small, standing in front of the throne, while the book of life was opened and other books opened, which were the result of what they had done in their lives by which the dead were judged what they have done in their lives 22 12 says what they deserve Deanna, you now, just, you see uh, how, now you see how grace is when she is when she reads is good how good she really reads yeah really good it's a good example of a bad example <laughs> Antonio, okay. yes ma'am you know i've been studying all this um with dr david jeremiah Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just ran to try to grab my notes on because it talks about babies, mm-hmm. you know, when the rapture comes at the rapture, the dead raised mm-hmm. first and those living are in Christ and babies. He says, and I don't know where it's Matthew 19 children, the age of accountability. Well, I don't know what that says, but. I know he talked about that and the age of accountability can be a little different depending on children. We, we, we about to bring it all up. We, but this Good. is, yeah, we about to bring it all up. Cause that's what Deanna asked. This is a very difficult subject cause y'all been taught it. It's not in the Bible. I did not say don't use it. Don't have it. Remember grace. If it's rooted in the Bible, then you can't, argue against it so where does age of accountability come from it comes from this well, it comes from a few places but let me simplify it for you from the idea of grace and we're wrestling with grace so anytime susan diana says age of accountability they're drawing from 60 hundred text so i'm not allowed grace to say oh well stupid idea i'm just telling you it ain't in the bible 
you, you get what I'm saying? No, no, watch this here. The idea of age of accountability says that God is not punishing people of a certain age because they knew not what they were doing. Jesus dies on the cross and says that. The problem with that also, Grace, is you got to take out the entire story of Israel, especially the Babylonian captivity. Mm. Because babies, two-year-olds, Daniel, who was 17, six-year-olds, who were also put into captivity of slavery for older people's sins. See, he didn't just say, okay, if you're past age of accountability, y'all go over here to Babylonian captivity for 70 years. All of the nation of Israel had to go regardless okay. of their age. Now, keep in mind, we'll stop real quick before anybody bursts at the ears. We're not saying you're wrong. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm trying to prove quantum entanglement, but I'll give it to you easily this time. Deanna? You believe in age accountability, you have no choice. You're Methodist. You have no choice. You have no choice but to believe in the age of accountability. Okay? I am Baptist now, sir. Well, that's true. But, but Baptists still believe in it, though. Baptists still believe in it because the reason why Baptists believe in it is because we have a hard line of salvation. You have to confess with your mouth. That hard line causes a lot of problems. There is no grace gets better every day because what Baptists are telling you, going to say, what the hell is the point of Jesus dying on the cross? Then grace, if you can get better every day. So Baptists <laughs> have a difficult problem <laughs> with this because Jesus needed to die on the cross. You can't say Jesus didn't die on the cross. And Grace got me messed up and she thinks she can get better. What's the point of Jesus did? Baptists don't believe. Anybody who believes in total depravity that we share in Adam's sin and we share in Adam's nature has to have an age of accountability. Unless you're Catholic, you, you do it from birth. That's why we baptize infants because of the idea of total depravity. And yes, ma'am. I just read this that might help. The Bible does not identify a specific age to which children become responsible to God for their actions. The Lord has made us unique and knows us better than we know ourselves. He who knows our hearts knows at what stage each of us is ready to go. receive the freedom to choose our attorney de our right. destiny. So let's get in that muddy water because she's absolutely right. That that's true. Just like just like we say, um, uh, God puts nothing more on you than you bear. That's not in there. That's a anyway, that is not in the that's Bible. That's not in there. But just okay. just, just 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 not in but the Bible. Whatever. He but, does put more on you than you can bear. I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a scripture Paul said that got that got lost in time. Now, now check this out, Diana. You have an age of accountability, but you also presently at eight years old teach Don reap and sow. You're literally teaching Don law of attraction. Yeah. So, you, you can't have both. It's age of accountability, so the law of attraction can't work. Reaping so can't work. It's both. You, you can't have both. Okay. Now, now watch this here. That's at eight. How long you been teaching him that the law of attraction, that reaping so, that he's activating it? For how many years? It ain't just been eight. You ain't the only one. We've all do it. Well, I got four year old. If you be mean, ain't nobody gonna be your friend. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, we all tell them, if you be mean, nobody's gonna be your friend, Antonio. Man, that's been like six years in. Exactly. The law of attraction does not care that Dom was two. The law of attraction was activated. 
period, point blank. Reap what you sow was activated. Don't touch a hot skillet. Reap what you sow will give him instant karma. That's not, oh, this ain't going to burn because, you know, the age of accountability, not going to burn you, Don. You don't know what you're doing. No, that's not how this works. Not how this works. Pause back up. Do you see how you can't have two? The scientific reasoning behind the 5%. We just showed, I showed you the videos and showed you everything. Nobody's confused. Now, you're weirded out of your mind, but nobody's confused. Oh my God. Okay. My brain yeah, yeah, is like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, you, what is going like, on? I can't believe what I just saw, but you're not confused. There's nobody confused. Now, you may be resistant, but nobody's confused. Go ahead, Deanna. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. When you only focus on your 5%, you're you're collapsing into your reality only that 5%, therefore creating your reality. If you all could just unmute your mics and clap for Deanna, please. She 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 she, mm -hmm. she she's it took me 52 minutes to get y'all that foundation, and it took seven minutes after that foundation for y'all for her to get it. They clap for you, Deanna. Good job. This is the scientific reason. Remember, 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 remember. This universe is alive. You don't have to believe that because you saw it in some video from Antonio or some wacky, weird woman to do tarot cards. You don't have to do that. Just know that the universe is in vibration. Everything is in motion. Law of motion. We know this. Everything has a vibrational frequency. Earthquakes only tear down buildings that are vibrating at the same frequency of the earthquake. Piano chords are out of tune because the vibration of those chords needed to be retuned. This is what music is. A piano chord is a simple vibration of a tune. We call it A. It's actually 0.623452 or some crap like that, Grace. I don't know, because I'm not a musician, but I'm telling you, we say, don't you give me an E, and that's a number. But the dude who fixes the piano knows that number. Every time I see somebody plug up their guitar to the amp, what's the first thing they do? They start, do they do all the things, they, they get in those six keys together. They get in the vibration, they, they tune, they twist in the wire a little harder, a little softer, because the vibration of G is off. All right. Scientific evidence. I showed you a video on superposition. Let's make this simple, simpler. Nobody's confused. Superposition says everything is at the same place at the same time. All reality is just a wave of infinite possibilities. That's it. Every great tech says it. Every great teacher says it. Science says it. Math says it. There's nobody who disagrees with this idea of infinite possibilities or randomness. It doesn't matter how you say it. There's not a single person on this planet that thinks Somewhere right now, on the ocean somewhere, there's a storm. We know there's a storm somewhere on this planet because there's an infinite possibilities of something happening. Yes? Okay. We get in our cars and we defensively drive. We put our foot over our brakes because innately, inside of us, we know somebody going to do something stupid and force me to use my insurance. We know there's an infinite possibility that somebody gonna wreck my car so let me take care of my own investment. We know these things automatically in our heads. Superposition is this idea 
No, that's not an idea. It's 100% scientifically proven. I showed you the video that everything exists in an infinite, infinite possibility of ways. That's reality. So what you call reality is simply the idea of every single thing on this planet is an infinite possibility. What what you get right right after this few seconds, Phil? Re-listen to this now, because it's only when all of these possibilities are in superposition with each other. Physicists were completely baffled by this, so they decided to peek and see which slit it actually goes through. They put a measuring device by one slit. The measuring device is Diana looking at her reality. <laughs> But the quantum that flies. The measuring device is everything Adonia learned before she got to me. Everything her parents taught her. The conscious observer, the measuring, collapses the infinite possibilities into one option. You saw the video. I don't need to show it again. Okay, go ahead, Phil. Two things. Robin Williams said, reality, what an interesting concept. It very much so is. And then what was one of the first books I turned you on to? The Education of Oversoul 7. Yep. Yep. Oversoul 7 is an oversoul that's manifested in four different lives at four different times all at the same time and is being educated by another soul. A lot of truth in that. And that was a great book, too. A lot of truth in that. Everybody listen. Remember I told you at the beginning of this class, for some of you, this is going to hurt your feelings because I'm going to show you what this life is about. Consistently, everything on this planet is just this wave, this infinite wave of possibilities. The problem is the moment grace decides anything, she consciously observed it and scientifically what grace did was turn this wave particle, this infinite wave, into one particle, one electron. Every time you observe, you create it to one electron. I say this all the time. Today, I'm trying to give you a breakthrough. Listen to me or don't. It's however you are collapsing your infinite wave particle. You can only have one reality at a time. You can only experience one reality at a time you can have whatever you want you can have the infinite possibilities of what you desire but you can only ever consciously experience one at a time look back at this picture crude picture here is an electron here is an infinite possibilities you can have anything you want but once you observe it you collapse it down to one possible outcome. The problem is 98% of y'all listening to me are consistently collapsing the infinite possibility of your life into a particle form undeliberately. It's somebody else's programming in your head. Somebody else's worldview. You gotta work hard because you're a woman or whatever this may be. However you, I'm not born in America. I'm not this. However you think. You focus on the past. Focus on the past. However you think that is a measurement, isn't it, Grace? What do we, mathematically, 
there's an infinite mathematically those those double slits were going all in the infinite wave pattern you saw it double slit theory today has your cell phone works because of quantum mechanics your credit card works your debit card works all of this is quantum mechanical features all of it it's why i, I keep the nerd stuff out now grace check me out as soon as you decide to take notes you also decide not to hear what I'm actually saying. You can only have one experience at a time. How are the people going to get the notes? I, I, this is why we've elected you to take notes because you take notes and you go backwards. You take notes and you go backwards. You take notes and you go backwards. And then you go, okay. And you keep the notes forever and you do your very best. You do it better than Deanna. Deanna will get distracted. No, no, no. It's not, just listen Antonio. to me. Try, Way yes, sir. better than me. She's amazing. At one, point, mm -hmm. at one point, you have a baby. Okay, that's a baby. And at one point, uh, Einstein was also a baby. It's pretty much the same physical matter, 99.999%, same DNA. It's all potential at that point. And then mm -hmm. parents decide... This one's going to be a pastor so he can go to heaven, you know? And now that's a different track. Or they decide, you know, trade jobs are in. Everything else is going the AI way. So I'm going to make this one a trucker, you know, encourage him to be a trucker. That's a different track, you know? But what Absolutely. a baby is, is infinite possibility. Infinite anything possible. a human can be, anything a human can be, a baby can be. And then your decision which is based on your observation of the world, quite literally puts it on one. Not even in that moment, but across time for a future. Right. He's absolutely right. Grace, check me out again. The baby can be a millionaire. But for eight years, you go through this programming phase and everybody else's measurements are in your head now. So when you wish upon a star, Antonio tells you that's not how it works. That, that's, not, that's not how it works. Not for us. And you grow up with that. This is not about growing. I try to tell y'all all the time. This is actually about ungrowing. If you just ungrow all those things, that everybody else put on you, you can deliberately create your reality a lot better. It is that simple. So I said at the beginning, this is going to hurt some of y'all feelings. Not because I'm being ungentle. It's not really word, but we make it work, Grace. It is simply because you have no more excuse now. And when you have no more excuse, that's offensive. People don't like when you take away their excuses, Grace. Because once you take away someone's excuses, it's their fault or, or they take the path of least resistance and they get mad at you. He, he think he know everything. And he, yeah, all that stuff like that. Go ahead, Prophet You know, <laughs> sometimes listening to you makes me think back when I first came in. I'm like, what is this man talking about? You know, uh, and I was like all confused because of 
the training, the biblical background and all that, but opening my eyes and to stay and listen. And I believe that's what I'm going to, that's a, I know we're not supposed to look at people, but I'm saying this for a reason. Speak freely, that's, sir. Don't stay long because they get caught up with what the tradition has taught them and they can't come out of that. But when you come out of that, you can go leaps and bounds. I have grew leaps and bounds since 2020 of knowing. Thank you, sir. Not to blow up your head or nothing like that. To kiss oh, your it's ass. already. It's, it's huge. Oh. Don't worry about it. My head is huge. Right. It's okay. <laughs> I just, I just want you know, just touch the him. That's all. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Just want to touch that little him. That little him gonna get me somewhere. But a a, a lot of people were not. I, I don't get it. It's their. It's I know what you're saying, and the beautiful thing is, it's their wonderful walk, because they're gonna get back to the truth, whether they want to or not. Well, everybody wants to, whether it be this lifetime, next lifetime, it doesn't matter. Everybody takes the walk that is the fastest for them. Mm -hmm. It ain't my job, y'all ready to judge that walk? You, I know. Here's what you don't know: it ain't my job to feel bad about that walk either, Grace. That's the hard part. Hey, Secrets to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. True. To know somebody you love is taking a longer path, and you can shorten it up real quick, Susan. But they won't listen because it's coming from Susan. That hurts. It's, and, it, and it's like, but it's like for me, it's like, Come on, you the one brought me in here, and you're gone, and I'm still here. No, those people are still studying all my material, and they're still in it. But, so it's all good. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they still get it, or they're gonna get it from somebody or else. What I, What I'm trying to say is, mm -hmm. I went went babbling. But what I'm trying to say is, thank mm -hmm. you, because 
there's been leaps and bounds that like even in me and Renee's conversations, it's like all things work together for the good. You know, we, we, it's scripture, but, you know, it's all good. We get there when we get there. You know, yeah. we may late, but uh, we'll get there when we get there. And when we get there, everything will be fine. If not, we'll just come on back home and do it again the next day. Yeah. See, I just told her if we get Susan, but I, I, I did this is what I did yesterday. And I, I don't mean to say this. Uh, I hate talking about stuff, but I did yesterday another deal, same one of the same company. I was like, listen, since I get paid this way, I'm going to need you to go do this so I can get more money. And it was, it was over $10 million, which is going to be executed by Q2. No later than quarter two, 2024. That's because when I look out into the world, I go, this is what I want. I don't have a problem. I think that's chump change. That's side money. When I collapse, no, 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 look at me, Grace. When it's time for me to go and get, let's say, money, Everybody, money. I don't go, oh, $10, oh, $200, oh, $1,000 is too much. I can't sell a ticket for $2,700. I don't do that. I collapse my reality, whatever I think. And if it doesn't work, this is what I do. I pause and I go, hmm, I wonder What's in me that did not get that? And I go on an internal search. I go find it and I release it back into the 95%. Go ahead, Susan. I said, oh, go ahead, Phil, then Susan. Susan was before me. I don't really remember. I was um, thinking of people that are living this way in this condensed reality, working with people and being involved with people that are not in that. Um, you know, how are we going to do that without pulling out our Kill hair? Each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kill each That's other. another right. topic or another <laughs> time. Yeah, I mean, it is so relevant today for sure. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. George and Renard Shaw said via Neil Donald Walsh, all great truths begin as blasphemies. All of them. It's true. It's it's so true. I am mm, careful, careful here, Grace. Careful wait, here. Wait, no, 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 wait. You gotta yes. go back to what you said before Miss Susan started talking. Yes. Okay. All right. Before I do that, tell me your point of resistance. I'm assuming you have a point of resistance. Um, what you just said about you selling somebody a $2,700 ticket? Okay. So your point of resistance was, <laughs> wait a minute, okay. I do have a money limiter somewhere. Yeah. That's your point of resistance. No, no, no. It's okay. The first thing, okay, the first thing y'all need to do, notice I have had this entire conversation with a smile, a crooked smile because my tooth is still a chip. Okay. I literally have had this entire, you have to have fun with this. You must, you have to, you need to borrow from the human consultants and have fun at work. You, you got to have fun. Okay. Now watch this here. Grace, what I'm saying is 
you look out at this infinite possibilities right here. Oh, it's coming up right there. And then you observe grace and you only pull out what you believe you're worth. As does everybody. Nobody's exempt. <laughs> Nobody's exempt. And a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. Disregards the rest. This remember, I told y'all this is going to Grace. Can y'all do me a favor and unmute your mics? No matter who you are, and just clap for Grace real quick. You'll see why in a second. But if, if we can, just clap for Grace. I appreciate you. One hundred percent. They're doing it. Like you, you see it. Thank you. Let me tell you why. Because I told people this was gonna hurt y'all feelings. You're the only one on camera with hurt feelings. The rest of them got their camera off with hurt feelings. That's why I clap for you. You're not the only person here with hurt feelings. And it has nothing to do with me. It's the content. Once I take away your excuse, prove it with science. Three videos we played. Once I do that, the only logical thing to do if you don't have what you want is to go, damn, this is my fault. And that is crushing. But you got to go through it. <laughs> you got to go through it. I'm going to teach you how. You got to go through it. Go ahead, Phil. If it's not fun, change how the way you look at it. That's absolutely right. Phil just taught you how. So he just he just skipped me five minutes. <laughs> Phil just taught you how. Listen, enjoy this. Remember, I say anything you can account for, you can control. Grace, there's a money limiter in you. It makes sense because the number one person, the number one person in your life is your daddy. And he is Mr. Money Limiter. You just a chip off the whole block. That's all. So you just need to release with love this money limiter thingy in your head back into the 95%. That does not mean reject your father, reject his teachings. It means take the Antonio spirit and know you have to do it for him, but you can no longer do it with him. When in the, when in the matters of increasing your income, your father is not a good soulmate. In the matters of protecting your life on this planet, your father is. You, since you're strong, Grace, you must now carry the infirmities of the weak. Can you tell them where I got that from, Grace, if you don't mind? The Bible. Okay, which version was that? King James. King James. A lot of people say infirmities. Okay. King James. Listen. Grace in the manners of increasing her ability to earn is stronger than her father. She has a moral responsibility, a reasonable service. You have been beseeched, Grace, under the mercies of God to be holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service to do it for your father since he cannot do it for himself. That should make this a lot more easy and less painful for you. All right, come on, y'all clap. That was a breakthrough moment. Come on, that's it, right? That's, that's it right there. Easy. Awesome, awesome. Rejoice. 
that feels better, right? It is. Oh, I can't get no money. No, you can't. You can't get money the way you're thinking, but you'll do anything for your father. And you'll okay, change please. instantly. What right? was that saying? Please. Because that goes right there with the the what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. In life, you measure, right? Right. And then what's the other no, no. part? In life, you observe. In okay, mathematics, right. you measure. But they're the same thing. They're the okay. same thing. They're, okay. they're the yeah. absolute same thing. It's just we use different words in different schools of thoughts. Antonio, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please. If we ever do a top 10 of these calls, I want to nominate this call as one of them. <laughs> Sweet. I second that bit. <laughs> uh, this is, I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. I wasn't supposed to teach this morning. I was thinking about this yesterday. And I was like, okay, well, Deanna's going to teach her. Just let her teach. And then she called this morning. And I was like, okay, well, because she's on the road. And I said, well, I know exactly what to do. What I was thinking about yesterday having that scientific reason for that 5%. Because philosophically, I gave it to you yesterday. Deanna, this is simple. Grace, come here. Come here. Everybody, come here. If you feel bad, embrace that. You should feel bad. You know what? I, I, let me tell you why you should feel bad. Because you are a giant, you as in y'all. You know better. You are literally God on this earth. You should feel bad for acting like God shackled. Of course you should. But then also, you shouldn't feel bad. Throw that away, because I'm, I'm wrong for saying that in the first place, right? It's Just get rid of it. You don't need to feel bad. You've accounted for it. Now that you've accounted for it, ask yourself, why do I keep collapsing this infinite possibility of me being whatever. I don't know. That's whenever people say success is individualized, that's because it's up here in the waves. I, I don't know. I can't tell Trinace what success is for her. It's up here somewhere. But I can tell Trinace how successful she is by looking at her fruit, by looking at a harvest. Did y'all see what I just did? When I say check your harvest, I mean check your molecule. Check your electron. Because however you've observed this planet, it came here. It came here. And honestly, I cannot stress this. Okay. I'm going to be trans. Okay. Dan, I know what you're going to do, but whatever you're going to do, if you ain't going to pee on yourself or boo boo on yourself, come back. Okay. Just hold, just hold on. Just, 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 <laughs> everybody pay attention. Pay attention to what I'm to say. I'm about to be more trans. Well, transparent about what I'm doing and I hate I hate doing that because I never want to come off I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody and I was like yeah dude I can't say what I'd be doing and come off bragging and be like oh man but I'm going to do this for a moment yesterday I I did something yesterday and the day before and the day before that is generational wealth they ain't even got a chance it's 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 on me now. At this point, it's on me. They got me messed up. I put myself into a position in which I said, "Well, if you need this, it's gonna cost you this." Okay, she's on the phone with the VA canceling. If you if you need this, then I I'm gonna need this. If you need me to make your company this, I need a few things. Increase. 
in my revenue share. I need more power to do this. And I need equity. I absolutely own this. Once I do this and give it to you, you I change your entire industry. Plus, you owe me a lot of money. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. I just, I let the, you can have it. It lasted for like 10 seconds. You can have it. I know I can have it. Grace, do I know I can have it because I am a great negotiator? No. I know I can have it because before I ever got here, I thought it was mine. You're not listening. I said, if you ever sell, I'm going to need every bit of that twice. Revenue plus equity. I get paid twice. You, you know, you know, I understand that when I look out into what I want, I collapse it down to whatever I want. What I've been doing here in the last five, six years, Grace. So I was like, come on, Grace, come with me. Come on, Gavin, come with me. Come on, come with me. So what happens is what Adonia knows so well. You start getting other people collapsing in your reality. I ain't doing that no more. You hear me? That's why I ain't fooling off an unhealed. If you unhealed, congratulations. If you can go down the lane F and somewhere over there, there's some family for you. It's not over here because I'm over here in this lane over here. There's things that I want to do, things that I need to do. And I'm not rushing this. I'm setting up $10 million for this. The $5 billion plus is somewhere two years from now. The 2.5, what's 5% of 2.5 million, Grace? That's December 31st. And then whatever that number is, I'm pushing these things out, not according to my self-esteem. I'm just saying, okay, well, you got this in place. You got this in place. What projection do you want to do? All right, fine. You say this date, this date. I mean, what's that number, Grace? I you know. It doesn't even matter for the conversation. Oh, 125,000. Push it out, push it out. I'm trying to tell you, Renee. That every day of your life, every single day of your life, you have collapsed a wave particle down to your worldview, your programming, your self-esteem. And nothing has ever happened but that. Okay? Go ahead, Phil. I'm doing it just a way to help people understand how we think yep. and how we can accelerate things. I came up with that 125000 in a second. I say 10% is two, 10 is 250,000. Half of that is 125. Second, because I thought differently than other people. Second, differently than other people. Grace, that means if you put him in a room of 100 people, he's going to always be in the front, which means he's going to always be the one in power to sell them. Because while they figure it out, he sold them. That's 125000 If you guys just sign right here, I'll make sure you get it. Because <laughs> they're, they're confused 
we're confused trying to figure it out on the calculator. Guys, you don't need a calculator anymore. Me and the humor consultant, me and my wife, we got this together. Just, just come over here. Sign right here. I always tell you, if you're a week ahead in front of people. Now, let's back up the quickness. But here's what's happening on this car right now. Deanna's canceling my appointment with the VA because whatever. I can't remember. She can hear me. She can't. She's serving. Whatever. Doesn't matter. She she, 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 she didn't want me to be dinged for missing my appointment. That's important to her. It's not important to me. It's in 100% alignment with her, which means she's not missing anything. Because if she is, she'll catch it later. Ain't got nothing to do with me. That's her walk, her journey. Grace is grief-stricken by the realization she has a money limiter somewhere in her head. That's just part of the process. Has nothing to do with me. You're catching what I'm saying, or your grief is, what I'm saying is hitting your grief, and your grief is going to get that out of here. But you'll get it now or later. That's nothing to do with me. That's my journey. Everybody's hiding behind you doing the same thing. Has nothing to do with me. You get it now or you get it later. Either way, we're all collapsing at infinite possibilities into what we feel we deserve. Go ahead, Phil. And why I could do that, I had a teacher teach me division, percentages, multiplication, subtraction. I had a teacher some day, at some point in my life teach me those things so I could do that calculation. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to teach us right. to do certain things so that we can get a result quicker than we would have quicker. if we didn't understand what you're trying to teach us. Exactly. Well said. And Grace Great. knows those calculations, those mathematical mm -hmm. calculations. So right. there's no Grace. That's a good point. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point, Susan. Grace, numbers bend for Grace in her reality until they go into the bank. You ain't the only one. You ain't the only one. They, they, it's, it's folk right now on this call still remember their childhood phone number. Those numbers are bending to their will. Right now, they're going 497633256. Like, literally, right now, that's my actual childhood phone number, by the way. Like, literally, that's happening. But when it gets to those same numbers into a bank account, what's, what's Grace? Type in 497633256 in the chat. Without the hyphens, just type the numbers back to back. This time, make it a dollar amount. There's no difference between that 409 area code number that was on a landline, 763 was landline in Galveston. So if you type in the chat and been in the bank account. Susan has a great point. This Those numbers don't stop being powerful. Okay, thank you, Grace. Did you read that number out loud? Four million. Wait. Four billion ninety-seven million six hundred thirty-three thousand two hundred fifty-six dollars. Now watch this hit, If Nobody else hit me, man. You better hit me. When did the number four in the area code and the number four in the billion place? When did it become different? No, no, no. When I no, thought no. it different. When I thought it, it was money. That's right. Did the number four in the bank get muscles? No. Did it did it pray? No. Did you have to sell your soul? No. Illuminati. Mm -mm. It's just a number four. Yeah. Is that number four the same thing 
as number four on the telephone. Yes. So there's no difference. There's no power in these number fours, except for when we think about bank, we have all this other observations and measurements that come along with it. I'll do it again. As soon as you say bank, like you've probably never thought about a 10-digit number is billion-digit number in the bank. A phone number with area code in America is a billion dollars in the bank. So every last one of you in America have a billion dollars of numbers that you are very comfortable with right now. No, 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 no. Right now, I want all of you to recognize that God loves you so much. Whatever your number is, whatever your phone number is, that's how much numbers you have floating in your life every day. It takes no effort for you to take those numbers and move them to the bank. And you got scriptures for it. That's collapsing the particles. That's collapsing the particles. Instead of collapsing them on a phone number, we collapse them on a dollar sign. But they make you, they give you fear to when they got a dollar sign, sign in front of them. Right. But when you give out your number, you have no fear. None. Well, it depends on who you give your number to. True, true. When you think about your number, though, there's no fear. Now, you're absolutely right about that. I got I to gotta concede that there's no fear right now. My phone has zero nine. I got my minute 24 hour clock on zero nine thirty nine. So nine thirty nine. That's nine hundred and thirty nine dollars. Huh, Grace? Yes. Yes. But when I when I think put a dollar sign on it, it comes with a bunch of measurements. That I gave myself, that my parents gave me, my community gave me, Fox News gave me, CNN, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all see what I'm saying? There's, these numbers don't change. But when we push them to a different place, Renee, they strike fear in our hearts. And this is why we can't collapse them into our reality. Diana, read that for me from Mama Joe in, in the chat. This is powerful. When you ungrow what you have learned from others, then you can grow anything. We all collapse at the reality we think we deserve. Mm, mm, mm. Your money limiter comes from your parent money limiter. So don't make money with your parents, but make money for your parents, Antonio. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, can I say this real quick? Somebody I, say something. Forgive, forgive me for 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 and continuing to interrupt, but sorry, but not sorry. I have to say that. But this is where the explanation of what we have been taught and how we grow in and on that through the systems that were put in place to build a barrier of moving higher. Does that make sense? Like it a does. dam? It does. It sure does. It sure does. Go ahead, Phil. Think and grow rich. The method by which desire for riches can be transmuted into the financial equivalent consists of six definite practical steps via, first, 
Fix your mind on the exact amount of money you would desire. It is not significant merely to say, I want plenty of money. Be definite as the amount. There's a psychological reason for definiteness, which we'll describe in later chapters. Second, determine actually what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. There's no such thing as something for nothing. Three, establish a definite date which you intend to possess the money you desire. Four, create a definite plan for carrying out what you desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not, and put this plan to action. Five, write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit of the acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money and describe clearly the plan for which you have accumulated. Six, read your written statement aloud twice daily, one just before retiring at night and one just arriving in the morning. As you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. I had Diana, I had you and Grace do that. That's the six steps for in Napoleon Hill's and Grow Rich. I call it the thinking wealth statement. And I made y'all write it all down, et cetera. I'll try to find mine in my notes here and show y'all exactly what mine looks like and we'll see what I've accomplished. But nevertheless, Deanna, Trinace, what I'm saying is not just facts. It's facts simplified. And it makes so much sense. It's non-offensive. It's in every school of thought. And now we all have a choice. Now I'm here to tell you, there are no mistakes. Whatever you choose will be the right decision. And there'll be no consequences, not negative. There'll just be, this is what this road produces. This is what this decision produces. If you truly want to master, let me not talk. Here is the, I pulled up a video while Phil was talking. Okay, go, go ahead, Dion. Remind me to explain this video. You don't have to talk. I got you. If you don't like what you're looking at, create something different because you created what you're looking at. So if you only, want only you, I can't come in your life and collapse infinite waves into a particle. Only you can. Keep right. Going. You're not a victim of the world. You're victim of you are a victim of yourself. So you have to work on what you you have to decide what you want. And then focus on that reality only, which means you have to go against everything that you have ever been taught. Right. That goes back to Susan, sin nature. If you're doing it naturally, you need to get rid of it out of that flesh right now. If you're poor naturally, you need to die to that because being poor is a sin. Go ahead, Trinace. So people do that every day in reverse every day every day when you think i was telling somebody what you focus on is what you get so if you're focusing on what you don't want all you get is you talk about it all the time the same stuff you don't want so that is made larger than what you want and you right. just constantly shrink what you want because the stuff <laughs> you don't want is superseding the stuff you say you want maybe you don't even want it for real Maybe that's you don't a good, even that's a want good point. It you don't want it consciously, but if you're doing it, your dominant thoughts want it. They just in your blind spot. Just in your blind spot. So the other thing is the Bible say, and I mm -hmm. don't know what verse because I'm not a Bible scholar. 
It's okay. Grace is. You could right. Someone is a bunch of you is not me though. It's not me. She is not me. Um, you can have what you say. Yes. But why are you wasting your breath saying stuff if you don't believe that you can have it? Just right. say, "I'm gonna get what I don't want." Right. Now I'm gonna go yes, back to point. my little window. No, that's a good point. No, that's a good point. We we do that in religious circles. We practice religion instead of actually being that religion. We practice it well. We say the we say the lofty words. We are the synagogues. We, Grace, we are the heathens. No, the the being as the Pharisees in the corners of the street praying loudly. That's us. Go ahead, Diana. Okay, so in doing, this comes back to something that you were reading earlier. No, it was the two Bible verses that Mr. Phil read, uh, Mr. Phil read, which corresponds with the Bible studies I've been having with your dad, which. That means God's trying to tell you something. I know, he, I know, I, that, that, as I was speaking that, it hit me. Okay, And it's, um, oh. Works. It's about the works. Of course, yes. the works. I know you. Yes. Going. I got you. <laughs> it just hit me like no, really I got hard. You. I got you. <laughs> and then so, because what 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 made me say that was when you were saying you know we what we see today is practiced religion. Well, what we see today, our creations are us collapsing on the practices of our lives instead of. Collapsing on what we really desire. Oh shoot! Okay, I'm gonna mute my mic Cause, now. No, because okay, I'm glad I, I got hit. hit. What we really desire is the only I'm thing we're ever collapsing. Down. Yeah, no. What we really desire is the only thing we're ever collapsing. The problem is, Adonia, we just don't want to admit. But this is what I wanted. We don't want to admit that. But you can't create. You can't collapse something you didn't measure. And you can't measure something that's not in your worldview. I don't have a crack cocaine problem. You'll never be able to tempt me with it. It's just not in my worldview. I sent I sent our videos today to Diana, to Grace, to Monique, and Ashley. I sent our videos to all of them today. I'm going to play this thing on thing on. Uh, not that one. I'm going to play this man on camera. Then I'm going to play Steve Jobs. And that's how we're going to be going to end with Steve Jobs. Right there. All right. Great. Send it to me in lineup. Send it to me in lineup. That'll be much easier for me. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't multitask like that. I don't have addiction to this no more. But I used to. I don't have an addiction to this no more. So you can't tempt me with what I'm about to show you. I don't have it. I don't have this problem. It's not in my worldview. I don't smoke cigarettes. It's not in my worldview. So I don't get to judge Renee for smoking cigarettes when I don't do it. I got to go to what's in my worldview to see how much power that has over me. Phil's addicted to learning. His number one drug habit is buying books. Now, I'm pretty sure if he looks at the bank statement 
it was as expensive as cocaine in the 80s. Like that's his, that's that's his that's his drug addiction. Learning that's something you should probably get addicted to. So when you keep learning something so valuable, so positive, it's hard to have any negativity floating around in your life. You've built a worldview to where there's nothing but positivity. I'm gonna show you. Susan gonna as soon as I play this, Susan, <laughs> Susan, you got five minutes to say whatever you want to say. It could be more, but you show enough. Go have something to say <laughs> after this. There's no doubt about it. Sugar in your teeth is <laughs> in a is called ADHD. Sugar in an adult's brain is called dementia and Alzheimer's. Sugar in your eyes is called glaucoma. Sugar in your teeth is called cavities. Sugar on your skin is called aging. Sugar in your sleep is called insomnia. Sugar in your blood is called diabetes. Excess sugar in your system is called cancer. Sugar on Wall Street, it's called billion dollar industry. Addiction to sugar is eight times, eight times more powerful than cocaine. Know who the real enemy is. Sugar in a baby's brain is called a not ADHD. We know this to be true. We got all the evidence for it. We know this to be true. It's this science, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it at some point. Since I've kicked my sugar addiction, you can't tip me with it no more. Now I'm paused because I ain't no way in hell. But Susan ain't got something to say about sugar. <laughs> I take some credit on that, getting you off those Reese's. You should take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to do it gently, but, you know, um, yeah, I mean, even early this morning and yesterday morning, I'm, you know, looking at the store and I'm trying to make bigger what the ingredients are because <laughs> I, I don't buy any, nothing, if there's any form of sugar. Any form, any form. Um, because there's other alternatives. And so there's zero sugar coming through our house unless it's, you know, from fruit. Right. Fructose uh, is good, natural in moderation, yeah. obviously. Yeah. In moderation. Yeah. Apples and things like that have more than blueberries. The berries are the best. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I'm I'm constantly... And like I said, I spent, I don't know how many days that I do this um, all about, it's vegetarian, but it's all about, it's all these physicians on there talking about what you said and what they treat and why. Yeah. And then they have these places to get people on these diets to get them off of that, or they try to catch it early. Um, with nutrition yeah That's and we didn't have all this nonsense early no. on no 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 you didn't for processed foods nah, it's, yeah, no. it's the giants out there trying to make the money and they um, lobby they lobby yeah yeah they they lobby and spend billions of dollars just to keep it going that's a sin in itself yeah california just banned skittles and everything like it like yesterday yeah yeah, I saw all that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because it's got the reds, the other stuff. But we know this. We already know the food in Europe is very different than the food in 
in America. We already know that America is the most obese country in the world. It's an addiction. It's an addiction like other addictions. Crazy addiction. And then it's then it's that so addictive. Cocaine. It's so addictive, Adelia, that I say, come on, Joe, let's go out. Let's get some dessert. It's it's so addictive that I, I con her to go with me. Let's go die together. <laughs> I'll pay for it. Like this is how addictive it is. That, that's how addictive. Let's it go is. to Baskin and Robbins where they have forty some choices. <laughs> forty some choices kill ourselves. But you can yeah. make really when you really really get into it. You can make really cool, healthy, very tasty yep. desserts that you know. Yeah. Tastes way better, and but after you're done with sugar, when it's out of your body, it don't, it don't taste good. Anymore. It doesn't taste. Yeah, you don't want it. Sure yeah, so, sure doesn't. but I think yeah. it's harder. I mean, there. It depends on the person. What's hard? What addiction is hard to release? But the thing is, you're not releasing the amount of calories. You actually can have more. You can eat more. I mean, I eat a lot. I'm a big eater. Um, but I eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which you can do because because the calories. Like I ate last night. I wanted something because I ate too early. I just took half a bagel, put some almond butter over it, and ate half of that. Because by the time I got to the half of it, I was full because my stomach had shrank. You know, my stomach had shrank. What was that? You put the um, almond butter uh, on huh? a bagel. A, a wheat bagel, one of them natural ones. I, I can't remember. I don't remember the brand. I got to talk to you. Yeah, I had to look wheat, it up. Wheat's not good, and bagels are really bad. Well, I don't think it's wheat, but it's something like that. But yeah, bagels are heavy, and yeah. there's other stuff in them. You know, they got to look at every something. single ingredient. You get my pain. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hey, get the Ezekiel bread. Ezekiel and bread. Put it on there. That. That's right. That's right. That's right. I want to play this video by Steve Jobs. This is how we're going to end. I'm going to give you the point of video up front, though. Steve Jobs recognized that nobody's smarter than nobody. This is Steve Jobs, the guy who will go down as changing the world. There's no doubt about it. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. Like, when, when we when the scientific revolution kills humanity, it's going to be traced back to Steve Jobs. You know, something like that. It's just incredible. Now, I want you to pay attention. I, I tell Deanna about another one of his clips, his commencement speech. I rarely bring this one up. This is just an interview with him before Apple was as big as it is. Pay attention to this. I would say is when you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your your life is just to live your life inside the world, try not to bash into the walls too much, uh, uh, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. Um, but life, that, that's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can you can build your own things that other people can use. 
And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, Man. is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. That's 2011. Okay. There's, there's, some, there's something so powerful about that. I, I want to end with that energy. <laughs> yep, she wants this YouTuber's way. I got you. This is this is that Steve Jobs' secret to life. It was just some some interview that wasn't supposed to be memorable, but we remember it. There it is, right there. I, I'm talking specifically to any of you who realize today. You know what? Antonio may have a point with this superposition. This this I, I don't really like what I heard. I appreciate it, but I don't really like what I heard. I, I need to do something about that. So I'm talking specifically to any of you. When Steve Jobs recognized that there's nothing around him that people built that's smarter than him, he was able to poke and things came back. So I'm going to tell you what I'm doing right now that nobody knows. Not Deanna. And Adonia, every day I do it, I look so stupid because I don't know what I'm doing. Thank I need you to receive that grace. I have embraced this feeling stupid and looking stupid. I've actually, and this, I've always done it, but I've, I've become addicted to it now, Susan. This idea of looking stupid and feeling stupid I pursue it now. It's it's like working out. You pursue the pain, you know. You work out until you 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 got to feel that pain, and when you yeah, you know how it is when you work out and you don't hurt afterwards. You're like, oh man, I wasted my life. You know that was no workout. You, you know, I wasted forty five minutes. I'm. That's what's stopping me. Yep. See, somebody just said that's what's stopping me. But no more. This idea of looking stupid and told me thank you. I'm not gonna say who it was. I'm addicted now to feeling stupid and looking stupid because I know I went somewhere to where they said I'm not supposed to be. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I know I'm not supposed to be over there. And I love breaking rules. It's part of my nature. So then I get in there, Grace, and what I'm trying to do now is I'm attempting to create hardware. I don't even know, don't you? I don't know nam bit of how to create a cell phone or a computer. Ah, I keep trying to figure it out, and I get nowhere. And every day, Janice, I feel stupid. And every day I go, yes, getting closer. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea 
what I'm doing. I, I, I kid you not, I am so confused. And where I'm at right now in life, trying to do these things, I'm so confused. But I've got a plan. I'm pulling the plan up right now. Half these things I can't do, Jerome. I ain't got no sense. I got to ask ChatGPT, bro, what's the steps? I got 160 things. If you look at the top of this document, it says 160 tech scenarios for multiple streams of income. Can you see it, Grace? Grace, yes. I ain't started on these in your vision, but I work on these every day. But every day I feel stupid. I'm trying to create my own video game system. I have no idea how to create a computer from scratch. Because that's what a video game is. It's right here. It's right here. Create a video game and sell it in popular game platforms. And right under it, uh, someone lived on it said, you know what? Create your own video game. Like your own, not the game, like the system, Deanna. You just, I just scroll randomly down. I don't know what number 120 says. Develop a sell, develop and sell an AI-powered content creation and curation tool for bloggers and content people i'm not do that create and sell blockchain based digital assets and marketplaces i'm not do that develop ai powered sentiment this is emotion develop an ai powered emotional analyzing tool for social media and marketers i'm not do that and if you get down here Jerome, it's all techie it gets it gets like create a building and stuff. Look, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just know my path there is looking stupid. I'm trying to liberate somebody, Adonia. Somebody, somebody gonna hit me. I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on, uh, Deanna, come back. I know, I know, I know. Dad calling. Come back, come back, and tell this and just tell him call back. Call back because he called me twice. He called. He called me twice. So to, to text her and tell her to come back, Grace. Call her. Tell, tell, tell her to come back. Dad's not in the ninety-five percent right now. He'll be in in fifteen minutes. Did I catch that lesson? My beloved father will be in the ninety-five. I mean, he would be in the five percent in fifteen minutes. He's not in the five percent right now. I sure hope y'all hearing that. Get, get there in 15 minutes. That's not personal. Tell her I said, hang up, come back. Tell she him, said, okay. There you go. Right. I know why she doing it, because she's trying to take care of me. See? Okay. But taking care of me is catching what I'm saying and building vertically with me. Okay? Not, you, ain't, you ain't in trouble. I know why you did it. You good. But can, can you hear me? Can, can, Dad's not in the 95%. I mean, he's not in the 5% right now. He'll be in the 5% in 15 minutes. Okay? If you suffer from looking stupid, feeling stupid, stupid around, stupid anything, if I said stupid and you got offended or it had you messed up, I'm talking to you. I'm absolutely talking to you, okay? I'm absolutely talking to you. Ain't gonna, you ain't going to play me. 
what we not gonna do. If you said anything like that this year, that's I'm it. Talk, I'm talking to you. Go ahead, Diana, because I'm ended. This is my closing thoughts. Okay. It's like I know once I actually do it, it's gonna be good. But it's the get, it's the looking stupid doing it. Like yeah. I feel like I'm gonna look stupid. And when I think about doing it, I get a knot in my stomach. Can, can y'all let her know she's not alone? Who else out there wanna wanna yeah, follow? Not alone, sis. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This is this it's is tough. why I, this is why I haven't sold a forty thousand dollars sponsorship. What are you talking about? You don't want to look stupid on the call. You don't want to look stupid on the call. How dare you ask me for that, Grace? Or Facebook. I haven't posted in months. Months and months. I feel stupid. stupid. There you go. There you go. And the one thing thing that is still posted on my social media, excuse my verbiage, I scheduled that whole two months ago. It just two months ago. I I, I had no value no more. It need, need need to come down. Listen, I'm with y'all. I just want to remind you what Steve Jobs said. Ain't nobody out here smarter than nobody. I have become, as Prophet Jay said, he gets it. I've become addicted to looking stupid. If I tell y'all, Rhino Leg is so fire. I showed I showed y'all a little, little thing of it, right? So, like, you got all the stuff. Because... Six months ago, nine months ago, I was so ready to get it out. And then and then big me, Grace, on the future timeline, I was like, wait, wait, that's that's it's not user friendly. And so I went on a six month journey, Jerome. How in the hell do I make this user friendly? I suck. See, I was great, Adonia, at what you call it building terrible at design who wants something that works well but is confusing oh and this grace so i started looking stupid i had to, I had to go back to the basics html css i skipped all that because oh, it's easy stuff but then i had to get better at user experience user design when you start getting better at user experience, what you say is you start acting like a don't you? You start saying, wait a minute, human resources, I don't like that. These are people. And you start thinking about what people feel. You cease to be you and you start becoming them. For a don't you, that doesn't make her feel stupid at all. She's naturally designed that way. But there are things that would make her feel stupid if she go out those. Maybe when it got the people into the technical, maybe that was make her feel stupid because she's people oriented. So the, the the inanimate objects is like, ah, my God, why can't you be a person? You know, <laughs> why can't, hey, book, become a person so I can work you out, right? Anything like that. And I get it. But Jerome, I'm telling you, brother, you, nah. Me, I, I have enjoyed looking stupid. Feeling stupid. Privately and publicly. I 100%. If you look at my Nike run out, I think this month I've done 
I don't know, 24, 40 something miles. I'm trying to keep up with one of my friends in my club that I got. She just ran 5.4 miles this morning. I sent that message. Stop. You stop it. I'm trying to catch up. You're not letting me catch up. Right? She's like, you that like 50, 60 miles for the month. I'm somewhere around 25. I can't keep up. We're the same age. Well, I got 200 pounds on her. I can't keep up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. When a wise man and a fool meet each other, and the wise man leaves thinking he didn't learn anything, who is the fool? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the wise man. I'm keeping up with her running. And I'm 50% behind. Here's the crazy. I, I feel stupid every time. Susan's going to get this. I feel stupid every time I look at my run. I feel stupid every single time the, the mic app go off in my ear. It, it goes time. One. It goes one. It goes time. Something, something. And one mile. It, it says in your ear. And every time it does it, I feel stupid. You know why? Because I'm literally running. Please hear this. I am running a turtle's pace. 25 minutes and 29 seconds is what it takes me to run a mile. Now, I remember what Adonia told me the other day. You out, you out there, though, and she's right. But I feel stupid posting. I run 25-minute miles. I used to run seven-minute miles. I guess when you when you competitive and you prideful, you know, maybe this ain't making sense to some of y'all, but it makes sense to me. I want to say, let me run these miles secretly. <laughs> Antonio? Yes, ma'am. You would be stupid if you ran faster than that because your body's not ready for it and you would do harm. Oh, absolutely. Good point. That's a very good point. I'm at for October, I'm at 20.4 miles. Okay, Antonio, now I got a comment. Come on, talk to you, me. You know, you, you know what I've gotten comfortable being? It's stupid. I'm yeah. now okay. Yeah. At this point, what is stupid going to do, do for me? They, it, hopefully, it's not going to kill me. So, because I don't like being on cameras. Like, I know you guys all know that. But at the end of the day, because I look stupid. Well, I'm going to be comfortable looking stupid. So right. I'm okay with it now. It took a long time for me to get there. Um, but, oh, well, if it's stupid, at least I did what I committed to myself I'm going to do. No, that's right. And that makes sense, right? No, and that's, she's got a great point. I mean, she she recognized. Anyway, here's the crazy thing is, we only look stupid to us, Grace. It's it's never outside. We but we go outside and say they're gonna be looking at. They, they never get a chance to look at us and laugh at us because we too busy killing us in our heads. Every time I post, so and it's only to the people who run with me. Like we, these people, everybody who run with me don't even live in Texas. I don't even live in Texas. <laughs> I had to go find people in Jersey and Tennessee to run with me just so I can keep going. I don't even live in Texas. But trying to compete with them or keep up with them is making me better. It is making me better. My Now, the good thing is I can run four miles nonstop. 
it just ain't gonna be fast. <laughs> if it's a zombie apocalypse, I hope they get tired because <laughs> I'm rerunning at 25 minutes. That's all I got for you right now. And it has everything to do with, and every time I think about it, give me five minutes, I'm done. Every time I think about it, I'm thinking about, man, I'm not as fast as I used to be. I ain't supposed to be as fast as I used to be. I'm 40, 42. I ain't supposed to be 18-year-old Antonio. But here's what gives me comfort in looking stupid. Time. It's the one word, time. I've stopped trying to lose or release weight to my standards. I've stopped trying to get these aggressive results. Jerome, two pounds a week, which is normal, which is healthy, which is, it takes 3,500 calories of burning to lose a pound. So that's 7,000 calories, 7,000 calories a week burning. It's a lot of freaking work. It's a lot of work. But it's normal and it's healthy and it's not risky. That's two pounds a week for a year ends up being 104 pounds. I, I need y'all to Instagram then robbed us of taking it easy. Man, look at Susan all skinny. Yeah, she'd been working on that. Her whole life, you see a picture and you competing with a picture. Nobody's smarter than this. I've just resolved to the reality I'm collapsing for myself is to have a body that looks great in a particular suit. Two buttons, Italian cut. That's this is my goal. This this is my goal. Two buttons, Italian cut. This I was trying to figure out what. What's going to work for me? Like, what's going to motivate me? This is my thing. And I know I'm serious about it, Phil, because every time I'll scroll social media or something, or I'll see something on YouTube and I'll see somebody, and like the universe just keeps showing people dressed up for me. And I'm like, God, dog, okay, let me, let me do some push ups real quick. Like, it just, it just, it's, it's, it triggers me now into this, I'm almost there. I ain't nowhere near there. <laughs> But I'm almost there. And I'm enjoying this idea of being almost there, even when almost is a year away. Antonio, That's all I got for you. Yes, sir. And it's harder for you to find somebody in a suit. My history mm -hmm. is when I was younger, I always wore a suit. Mm -hmm. there, was a, there wasn't a week went by. On the weekends, no, but every day I wore a suit. Yep. I haven't worn a suit in three years. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Deanna, I got to end this. I'm telling you straight up. I've decided, I can't speak for y'all. I've decided that 
any good thing that I want to collapse in my reality from here, from here, it's going to make me look stupid. Comes with the territory. Somebody put in my head, looking stupid is bad. And this is where I end. I wasn't born that way. Because as a child, I was trying to walk. And I stupidly fell a thousand times before I even, not before I walked, before I understood falling hurts. Antonio? Yes, sir. For that to be true, you've got to take the responsibility of feeling stupid, not blame it on gravity. Well said. Well said. Well said. And here's the deal, Grace. Walking is simply falling forward. A controlled fall forward. That's all walking is. You're falling forward controlled. That's all it is. That's all walking is. As a baby, Hear my words, Deanna, hear my words. As a baby, Adonia, Antonio, Grace, we had no problem looking stupid. People went, oh my God, look at you follow your face, Adonia, and get up. Nobody had a problem. We need to go back to that. Because anything that you're learning new or anything that's going to change your life you're going to fall as many times as it took you to learn how to walk. Me and Jerome came out the womb, couldn't even hold up our own necks. I know y'all could. Me and Jerome had little loose necks. We, we came out with no teeth, no necks. Just, baby, you had to put the little pillows there to hold our necks straight. You know what I'm talking about. That's all y'all. I'm saying me and Jerome, but all of us came out like that. Little loose necks. Couldn't even turn to the left or right. But you know what? We figured it out. Gravity kept beating on us, and our necks got stronger. Looked like a bobblehead. <laughs> Looked like a bobblehead. <laughs> we couldn't even touch our skull too much, Grace. You fool around and warp our heads. Okay. That's my point. Go back. Go collapse that reality. Give me one minute. Collapse that reality. It's here. Every time y'all bring something to your particle, two things have happened. You brought it because you're programmed and it never makes you look stupid because you're a master at that programming or it's something that actually serves you and you're a master at that programming. You missed it. I'll do it again. If you collapse the infinite possibilities into a particle, into an electron, into your reality, you mastered it one way or the other. You, you mastered it because you're stubborn and you don't listen to Adonia and your programmer won't do it in. And so now I'm not listening to her. So I'm messing up the whole job. Or I listen to Adonia, I listen to me and I've mastered it. Either way, we're only ever collapsing our realities into our mastered program. Whether it serves us or not. Then I got 30 seconds. When we do this, When we try to collapse it into something else that we haven't mastered, we got to look stupid. We have to fail.
because you cannot observe what you have not mastered. So I end you with this. Did it hurt? Sure it did. But you master being hurt when it comes to changing your life. That's who you are. Your feelings hurt because that's all you master. You don't master changing. You master getting hurt. So now look across Jerome's land and say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, whatever that means to you. Okay, I'm done. Phil, you got the last words. Well, at the risk of being stupid, we've got to change in schedule. Monday mornings at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, we're going to be doing our love plus work book. This book was so impactful, and Antonio liked it so much that he changed the schedule without even talking to us. He just changed it. So the Monday morning meeting will start off with this, and this is a, this is Marcus Buckingham, him reading him reading the book, and we're going to be starting on the third chapter. So you can have now until Monday to listen to the first two. Grace will have those available for you. So I can't make it. Let me give you the subtitle in this, just so you know what this is all about. And we all know Marcus Buckingham because we all used his uh, standout assessment. I figured, shoot, we use his stuff. I might as well buy some of his stuff. And it was a great investment, especially for these times. I mean, he's right on. But it's love plus work. How to find what you love, love what you do, and do it for the rest of your life. So if you want to find what you love and love what you do and do it for the rest of your life, listen to the two chapters we've already done and be there Monday morning at 9 o'clock to get the third chapter. We've already listened to the third chapter, but it was so good we're going to repeat it. Was that stupid? It all is. <laughs> it all is. <laughs> and may we all go back to looking stupid like children. Deanna, source told me. I'm, I'm not Forrest talking. Gump. Yep. yep. Stupid is and stupid does. Why don't you give us the last words, Deanna? It's on, it's on you. You don't look stupid, Deanna. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with life we we have been taught mm, we have been directly and indirectly taught to follow rules what i have learned is stop following rules rules is what got us to where we are so let the rules go and when I say rules, I'm talking about the rules to life. Growing up, you're taught, go to school, go to college, get a good job, get the house, the cat or dog, the picket fence with 2.5 kids. But that doesn't always go for everybody. You may want the condo downtown. You may want the the little straw house on the middle of a, on an island in the middle of nowhere. But if you follow rules, you'll never get that. So stop watching, stop <laughs> point five kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's one in the, it's one in the oven. That's how the point five work is one in the oven. But just stop, just stop, stop following the rules and start having fun. Jesus had fun. 
Huh? Oh, I'm it. Nope. I wasn't supposed to talk. Would you know you said something? I said you can't say that. You can't say what? Jesus had fun. Jesus you did know? have fun. If you read, I I if you joking. actually read and pay attention, he had a whole busload of fun. He was ter- he was taking he was never mind. That's I have a different I have a different view of Jesus. To me, Jesus was Jesus had fun. Around having Jesus fun. Y'all stop playing. Y'all act like Jesus a was boring. He had a he ball. made wine at the he had made wine at the party. He was a fun guy. Jesus didn't live by rules therefore why should we thank you all so much for coming out you can plan better you can dominate and I hope that your imagination will always be a celebration of you love you right love you everybody love you love Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.